All right, listen, guys, I get it. Many of you are unable to financially support this ministry because you're spending your cash and your lives on raising young children in the fear and admonition of the Lord. Praise God for you and that endeavor. However, algorithms are a thing. Shadow banning, sadly, is a thing. And one major way that you can help to expand the reach and effectiveness of this ministry that doesn't cost you a dime is by spending just a few moments leaving us a five-star review. Also, perhaps even more effective than that, you can share our podcast with a friend. We hope you'll take the time to do so. Thank you so much. God bless. Jesus said, man cannot live on bread alone, but from every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. You're listening to Daily Truth. The point once more is this, that Christ has passed through death on our behalf before us. But he is also Emmanuel, God with us, who promises to come alongside his people as we go through the river of death ourselves. And when he does, like the Levitical priest, he will not be struggling. He will not be swaying. He will not falter or stumble, but rather his feet, as he holds in his hands the covenant of grace, his feet will be surely and firmly planted on dry, solid ground. This speaks to the security. It speaks to the inevitability. It speaks to the firmness, to the finality, the assuredness of the covenant of grace. That the covenant of grace is not merely sufficient to help us in our sanctification during the time of our life. But when we need Christ and his covenant the most, at the moment of our death, the covenant of grace does not then begin to wane, but rather it shores up all the stronger. And when we pass through that moment of dying, Christ is there and Christ is not wavering. Christ is not certain. Christ is firm, he is true, and he remains the same, holding in his hand the promise of the covenant of grace with us, Emmanuel, as we pass through the river of death. If Christ was to leave us or forsake us, he would have already done so. As David once said, the Lord had been faithful to him so many times after time after time that at a certain point in David's life, he finally decided to merely call a spade a spade. And he said, having seen thus far the faithfulness of the Lord, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So too it can be said of us, for all who have been saved by grace through faith in Christ alone, surely goodness and mercy and all the promises and benefits of the covenant of grace shall not falter and fail me on that final day when I need them most, but rather they shall follow me all the days of my life and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord in the life to come. And I shall enter heaven, and I shall receive a full inheritance of all of heaven, because it has been promised to Christ, and I have, by faith, union with him. Fight by flight. 
why leaving godless places is loving godless places. I've had a lot of people tell me recently, Pastor Joel, you're post-millennial. You claim to believe that Jesus is king of every square inch, but apparently you don't think he's king of California because I've heard your personal story that you used to be a pastor there and that you left for the state of Texas. Notice the title, not fight or flight, but fight by flight. Think of the prodigal son. He comes to the end of his rope. He's longing to be fed with the pods given to the pigs. And the parable says no one gave him anything. No member of the father's house tracked him down to give him a handout. He was hurting. He had to lie in the bed that he had made for himself by his foolish choices. You know what the next words in that parable are? No one gave him anything and he came to his senses. He began to repent. There are 10 million professing Christians currently living in the state of California. What if they're fighting, but at the same time, while well-intentioned, they're also funding? What if California could be brought to its knees simply by the faithful not fighting there, but leaving there and forcing Gavin Newsom and other tyrants like him to actually have to take a spoonful of their own medicine? The book has been forwarded by Douglas Wilson. It's been endorsed by Michael Foster. It's good to be a man. Also Meg Basham, The Daily Wire, and Steve Dace from The Blaze Network. It's available on Amazon, as well as a cheaper copy that can be purchased right from our website, which is rightresponseministries.com. Check it out today. Can I be frank with you for just a second, right here at the end? Look, some of you guys, you're financially supporting this ministry, and from the bottom of my heart, I say thank you. I cannot thank you enough. However, some of you, you just, you can't afford it. In fact, some of you, you shouldn't afford it. Let's be honest. I mean, we're living in Joe Biden's ridiculous economy. Our nation and our totalitarian political elites lost their minds over the last three years due to COVID. We have written checks that we simply cannot cash. It doesn't matter if people change the definition of a recession. We are living in a recession right now regardless. Some of you are struggling to afford a carton of eggs at the grocery store. You cannot support financially this ministry at this time, nor should you. But you could still help us tremendously. I am asking you, please, if you're willing to do so, Take one minute of your time. Leave us a five-star review on your favorite podcast platform, iTunes, Spotify, whatever that might be. This is the way the system works. We want to be innocent as doves, but shrewd as vipers. We need to be strategic. You leave us a five-star review, and our podcast shows up for more people. And the Word of God and courageous theology applied in practical ways to every realm of life gets out there. Help us get it out there. Thanks for tuning in.